Business Hour with Oliver Feng on OFM. The Social Employment Fund is creating opportunities and enriching lives in the performing and creative arts movement. They're doing so by partnering with institutions and entities such as Assetage SA. It's the National Center of the International Association of Theatre for Children and Young People. To find out more this evening, I'm in conversation with Yvette Hardy. She's a theatre producer, director, educator, writer, and the national director of Assetage. Tell us about Assetage Essay. What inspired you to start the organization? And what are some of the key challenges you are trying to resolve? So our organization has four main pillars. The first one is to create access to the arts for children and young people. But the second one is really to support the artists to do that work. You know, for many young people going into the arts as a career, they don't have a lot of support. Training is often difficult to come by, can be expensive, or you're not able to get the right kind of level of expertise and professionalism. And basically, Assetage provides a lot of different training and development and mentorship opportunities for young people who are interested in working in the arts but with a target audience of children and young people. And then the third thing we do is we empower education. So we work a lot in schools. We are the official partner to the Department of Basic Education in the delivery of creative arts. And we run various artists and schools programs around the country, including our own program, which is called Kickstarter, which basically trains teachers and trains artists and brings them together as collaborators in the classroom to deliver on the creative arts curriculum. And then the last thing that we do is we advocate for the rights of every child to access the arts. And going to the second part of your question about what the challenges are, you know, in our country, we see that so many of the resources are situated in the big cities. So in the big cities, we've got our big theatres, we've got, you know, these big outreach programs that are happening. But for children who are in rural areas or in, you know, more far-flung areas, there is very often very little access to high quality arts that have been made especially for them and we really want to change that by working on the ground with the artists who are there already and getting them to make the best quality work that they possibly can for their local audiences and then also touring work we do a lot of touring of both international productions and national productions within South Africa and then also beyond so we've toured South African productions to China and to Europe and the US etc which obviously also brings in an income for artists and gets them more widely known and hopefully makes their organizations more sustainable in the long run. Yvette, well, tell us about your organization's involvement in the Social Employment Fund. What inspired you to participate? Well, you know, we are, as I said, this big network of artists and organizations around the country. And many of these organizations have very little in the way of resources. Many of them are relying on volunteers to do the work. And they're often led by someone with great passion and enthusiasm who perhaps had a teacher who inspired them at school. And they now want to go back to that school and give back to the kids in the same way that they had experienced when they were at school or whatever it is. But they are not supported to do that work. And so... When we saw what the Social Employment Fund was wanting to do, that they were looking for organizations that would do social good, and obviously we believe that arts for children and young people is a very powerful social good. But secondly, that they were looking to employ young people in part-time positions, we thought it was a perfect match for us because we are already a consortium of sorts. We have this very diverse membership from across the country, and many of our artists are not employed. You know, Either they're not employed at all, or when they are employed, they're employed in a kind of a gigging fashion so they'll do one job they'll get a bit of income and then for three months they're sitting at home and they've got nothing and so for them to be able to have a steady income 
But for part-time work, where they still have the freedom to go and do other things, was for us absolutely ideal. And we've seen how the Social Employment Fund is really empowering artists on the ground to make a difference in their communities and to give something to their families at the end of the day. You know, So it's been a very, very powerful mechanism for empowering people. Right, Yvette. How many people or beneficiaries did you reach as a result of the projects that you've implemented? So within the Social Employment Fund, we have 1,650 participants. So these are the artists or the people who are doing the work, but they are reaching between them around 50,000 children on a weekly basis around the country. So actually the pool of who's being impacted by this work is quite extraordinary. So you look at the fact that in some instances, for example, we are working in Makanda in Grandstown. And in Makanda, we've got maybe around 50 or to 100 participants from our program. But then the Social Employment Fund is also working there with other partners like the National Arts Festival, who are employing well over 1,000 people, and under some of the other organizations. And you just think about what an injection into the economy that is right now. You know, they're close to probably 2,000, I would estimate, people in Makanda right now who are on the Social Employment Fund doing social good for that particular town and area. And I think that it has the power to make real change happen. And we're seeing that. Were there any uh, job opportunities that were created and how sustainable are these? So obviously there were job opportunities which were created through the direct grants. In other words, the 1,650 participants. And they're working in different roles. So some of them are artist facilitators working in after-school programs. Some of them are going into schools and working with teachers or, you know, within creches, that kind of thing. So within the education system. And others are artists who are creating work to tour to children and young people, either in community centers or festivals etc so the kinds of jobs are quite varied but what we're seeing in some places is that people who were for example working within the schools assisting teachers were then encouraged by those same schools to apply for a full-time position as a teaching assistant so they're now back in the same school full-time working as a teaching assistant and working with people from their own organization, the organization that they were originally part of the Social Employment Fund with, who are now coming in to the school to assist. So it's creating these lovely synergies, which is really exciting. On a slightly bigger level, within Assetage itself, we had provincial coordinators. But our provincial coordinators, we only had one per province, and we had not been able to get funding for those roles for quite some time. So we had these incredibly dedicated people who had been on our payroll in the past. When we were no longer able to pay them, they'd stayed on in a volunteer position, and now they're back on payroll, you know, handing this very, very big, challenging project. And it's been wonderful to be able to offer them that kind of employment. And certainly we're going to make certain that we never lose them. Tell us more about the work that you're doing in providing access to the arts and especially to live theatre. How is this contributing to the communities within which you operate? I mean, let me talk specifically to the Northern Cape because I know that you are based in the Northern Cape. You know, we have a wonderful facilitator who's Let Khonolo and Chair and he's based at the Maibuye Dance Academy. And of course, for the Dance Academy to have a whole lot of facilitators who are now paid to do the work has also been very empowering. But he's been working with a number of different organizations and I'll mention just some of them here. They are Amanda Dance Teatro which is, does extraordinary work with youth development in the Kimberley area, Abutle Development, Masakani Arts Centre, Kamvelikle Performing Arts, TBD Performing Arts Extravaganza, and Pumalelo Youth Movement, Expression Cultural, Community Arts. And all of these organisations are now being able to provide consistent 
after-school programming for children, holiday programs for children, and then also performances. Asatej, as an international organization, has a campaign called Take a Child to the Theatre Today. During March, it's an ongoing campaign, but the campaign becomes very alive and energized because 20th of March is the World Day of Theatre and Performing Arts for Children and Young People. And so we really encourage people to do a lot of work there. So, for example, there was a festival called Hita Koro, which is a a quedam phrase for Let's Dance. And it was a multicultural dance festival that featured some of the organizations that were part of the Social Employment Fund, and they were sharing these amazing dance pieces. And then there's another piece called The Orange Dress, which has just been on last week, which was dealing with LGBTQI plus issues, and a number of others. You know, so these productions have all been things that these artists who are on the Social Employment Fund have been able to do because they are getting this ongoing steady income through the program. That was Yvette Hardy. She's the National Director of And she was telling us more about the work that the Social Employment Fund is doing in creating opportunities and enriching lives in the performing and creative arts movement. Visit ofm.co.za to re-listen to my sit-down with her. The Business Hour with Oli Bocheng on OFM.